0: Hello, everyone! It's Improper Politics back at it again. My name is Alex Hale, and I'm here alongside
1: with my partner in crime, Chris Steele. Hello, Americans! Welcome to this third edition of a beautiful and wonderful Improper Politics segment. Uh, we got a lot in store today, um, and so let's go ahead and just let's just dive on in. Uh, make sure before we get started, you check out the the website ImproperPolitics.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, IMP Politics. Hey, hit us with the new news. Got a brand new Facebook page, facebook.com
0: slash improper politics. Over a hundred, over a hundred likes in and out in an in, out, a in, a out, in, a, in you know about a day. Um, some exciting news we want to bring to you. We have one of our uh, corresponding writers with us. Uh, his name is Chaz. He goes by Improper Chaz, and he is located in Washington D.C. So we're gonna go ahead and turn it over to Chaz. He's calling in from the District of Columbia. Chaz, go ahead and give him an intro. All
2: right, what's going on, everybody? I'm glad I can join you tonight. I'm uh, glad to be a part of the podcast. I want to say thank you to Alex and Chris for letting me be a part of something something extraordinary. This is really going to take off, and I'm excited to be a part of it. I'll uh, give you a little background on myself. I am a recent graduate of the University of Louisville. Sucks. Go Cards. Boo. I'm um, economics major, Cats. and I am uh, going to law school the uh, next year, so this following fall I'll be in law school. Uh, right now I'm in D.C. working for the Cato Institute. It's a um, definitely a right-leaning think tank that embraces free market capitalism and uh, liberty and, um, yeah, just all the goodies that come with capitalism. Uh, I'm currently doing a criminal justice internship with them, studying gun control, marijuana legislation, and things like that. Uh, Casual. A little short summary of my time here. I've seen all the things that you could possibly see. Arlington National Cemetery, Washington Monument, uh, Lincoln Memorial, the Capitol, White House, you name it, I've been there. But there's plenty of things to see, and um, yeah, it wraps up. So I'm Absolutely. Lucky to be here, happy to be here. Heck yeah.
0: Just to put in a plug, Chaz has been awesome. He he's got these articles coming out called Sunday morning sit downs. Um all you you know, all of you readers and viewers, these things are awesome. Yeah, you know, you get really first hand perspective. It's one of the best it is the best article we have on our website right now. So um we're super excited to have Chaz on our team. Um, and he's gonna provide a ton of insight for, you know, what we hope for uh, to accomplish with this,
1: especially especially for all of you all who who have either never been to Washington D.C. or for myself, I haven't been since since a middle school trip It's the only time I've ever been. It was cool seeing a lot of pictures of some some memorials and stuff that we haven't seen or you know, that I haven't seen in uh, several years. So uh, definitely a really great article by Ch- or by uh, Chaz at uh, Improper Chaz. So check it out. Check out the website ImproperPolitics.com. And uh, send us an email and proper politics seventeen seventy six at gmail dot com and let us know what you think. Make sure you comment on there, and, uh, and and thanks for thanks for viewing. So so Chaz, did you try to
0: steal the Declaration of Independence yet?
2: I did not. Um, you know, I saw how that went down in um, National Treasure, and I stayed far away from that. So no, from the, from no the treasure map, man. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't gotten to the back of the uh, decoration with the and see the treasure map. I not think yet, you need so. a bunch of lemon if,
1: juice in order to find if it. If you
0: actually do that, I think we will be probably more than just a podcast out of an apartment complex. Yeah, make
1: sure you tweet it out. Yeah. So it'll, anyway, it'll
2: probably be a podcast from a prison. That yeah, that'll probably be what
1: it is. <laughs> the pri- prison podcast coming to you live. Hey, we may get we get may may get more views. So anyways, let's, let's start to shift gears to the main, the main focus for today's podcast. Ding,
0: ding, ding. Uh,
1: we've heard a lot from you guys, and one of the really cool ideas that, that we want to push out, or we have pushed out, is the Republican Bracket Challenge. Yes. And lots of you all have uh, turned in brackets. Uh, we're giving out koozies, and we're going to announce those winners here shortly. Uh, we're, we're really excited about these koozies. Honestly, we haven't even seen them, but we know we got a great-looking logo, and uh, we know people love free stuff love to keep their beers cold. And so we think this is gonna be a great opportunity to help expand our brand, and also uh, just kind of thank you guys for, for tuning in and listening. So uh, so be looking for that, be looking to share our stuff in order for chances to win. But let's get back to the main point. It's, it's challenge bracket time. So we have, we have as you can tell, an odd number of people here. All of us are right wing people, but that doesn't mean we have differing opinions we do have different opinions, so we're going to start with the bracket, so make sure you pull up your bracket, take a look as we walk through and see how you're doing, uh, top three people who, who are similar to the bracket that we choose, they are going to win, is going to win a koozie, so um, so pull that out, check it out, and uh, so here we go.
0: Yeah, just to kind of say something real quick too, It basically how it's going to happen is since there's an odd number of us... Um, we're going to vote, and whoever discuss, comes out, yeah, we're going to discuss about who picks what candidate. And then the winning candidate of our threesome right here is going to move on. And if your candidate matches our overall winner of improper politics choice, you're going to get a koozie if, if you're one of the three that we choose. Yeah. So,
1: Alright, so it's time to look into the bracket. First off, we have Donald Trump getting a buy. Since we have 15 candidates, uh, one person was going to get the first round buy, so that belongs to Donald Trump since he is the front runner. These are seeded based on uh, the the uh, the polls from Real Clear Politics. So we'll move on to the next the next uh, the next ball game, if we'll call it that. John Kasich, the governor of Ohio, versus Rand Paul, the senator from Kentucky. So I'm going to throw it to Chaz to to break us into this first debate.
2: All right. So, uh, you know, I I can't say enough about Rand Paul. Um, He is the senator of the great state of Kentucky. Um, A few things I like about him. uh, He proposed a, um, a balanced budget, not for the state of Kentucky, but for the entire country, which I think is extremely important. We need to get the deficit down. You know, real back from this debt. Uh, that's one positive I like about him. Uh, secondly, he proposes term limits for Congress. He wants 12 years, um, two terms for Senate, and then four terms for the um, for the or no, excuse me, six terms for the uh, House. So I just can't enough about him. He believes in the Constitution. If you watched the debate last week, you know he, he preached the Constitution. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Rand Paul in this matchup. I really like him. That's a good vote. That's a good
1: vote for sure. So what's ham, what do you what do you think going on, on this one? So uh I'm I
0: think a little bit more of my uh my moderate side is sitting in here. So I'm uh I'm an Ohio resident and I've spent the last six years in Kentucky. Um while I you know, I agree with some of the stuff that Chad says about Rand Paul, um, I also believe that Kasich has a very strong argument um with how he's been in the government before and how he's um He's brought Ohio out of a, a $4 billion deficit to a $2 billion uh, surplus. And I think one of the big issues right now that we're having problems with is our government spending. And for that reason, I'm going to pick John Kasich over – well, not that reason, but,
1: you know, I'm I'm picking Kasich over Paul. Wow, so we're at, we're at a 1-1 one, one tie coming down to me right off the bat. Coming in hot. Highbreaker. So as, as a – as a citizen who has voted for Rand Paul I know in his, where this is in his last election, my vote and the, the vote for improper politics is going to belong to Rand Paul. And I let me defend uh. my point. I think Paul is a great candidate. I've been a fan for him uh, for a long time. I think, uh, like Chaz says, he's a big fan on a balanced budget. Um, I And like, I, like I've like i written in some of my articles, I, I, I do value uh, governors who have turned around uh, their, their negative, their deficit. Their deficit uh, budgets into into surpluses. But I just think Rand Paul has more of it for me. Uh, Being on the the pretty uh, extreme right side, kind of over where I am, Rand Paul gets my vote. So Rand Paul takes it away uh, with the first round, and he
0: will match up with Donald Trump. Uh, As we move uh, next, we have Marco Rubio versus George Pataki. Now... If you were able to watch the first debate of the last... Of either, really. Well, yeah, I guess either. They were both, obviously. Um, the, fir- the first debate um, from last week, George Pataki had a lot uh, more voice. Um, he kind of came out and, you know, he was able to make more statements about, you know, who he was. He was, you know, the governor of New York. Um, he talked about winning in a liberal state, um, all that fun stuff. So we'll go ahead and swing it back over to Chris, and let's uh,
1: you know who do you got on this round? This is a tough one for me because I think Pataki, uh, Governor Pataki, is a really great candidate. Uh, He was he was the governor of New York during the the World Trade Center collapse, and I think he he really rallied you know rallied his state during a time of uh, you know one of the lowest times this country's had you know since since Pearl Harbor, I'd say and i think he really did a, a really great job and think he has honestly a really good policy but i just i don't think he has what it takes to win and so with that i'm my vote goes to marco rubio a senator from florida i think he's he's just i think he has it when you listen to him talk he's got he's got the talk he's got the walk he's got the the persona that america needs from a from a great candidate uh, he knows his issues when it comes to foreign policy he knows his issues on uh uh, immigration to this country. So, with that, my vote is Marco Rubio. Chaz, what do you think about that?
2: Uh, I second um, Chris's pick. I mean, I'm a little biased. I love Marco Rubio. I, I've, you know, been following him for a number of years now. Um, if you listen to him talk, he's very captivating and uh, charismatic. He he really emulates uh, Ronald Reagan in a in a lot of ways ronald reagan was called the great communicator well i really think that mark rubio can be the next great communicator of this nation um as far as his policy ideas if you listen to him talk he he's very he's extremely knowledgeable on foreign policy in a time where foreign policy is very important you know there's chaos all across the world so i think that having him in the white house would uh boost our standing in the the world and i'll i'll leave it with this with, with my pick um he, he loves America. Whenever you hear him talk, he preaches about the good the good things that America has and how it's made his, his life better, his family's life better. Um, if you hear the current president talk, Barack Obama, he almost seems like America is is to blame for all the world's problems. So. You know, with that, I'm going with Marco Rubio. And one last thing, he is married to a former Miami Dolphins. You're right about so. that.
1: He's also he yeah. is also an he SEC guy. Fine, he's an SEC guy. He's a over big that time ACC yeah. conference that just can't win at anything. So I'm going to go SEC. Too. I love
0: I love how he gets in a fight with uh, the with Florida State about his uh, SEC. It shows you know. that he's a. I mean, it
1: shows he's a he's a person. He's a he's a college football fiend like the rest of us Americans. <laughs> right. So right. Ham, right. oh man, Ham hit us with it. Well, looks
0: like we got us another winner cuz I'm going with Marco Rubio as well. Um, you know, he he was very impressive in in the debate last week uh in the you know, the previous debate as well. Uh he didn't get as much talking time, which I found very interesting because as strong as a communicator he is, um you know, I th- I think he was trying to be very firm with what he wanted to say. He didn't want to start attacking other people, you know, he didn't really want to get involved with kind of the BS that was going on between, like, Trump and Fiorina and Trump and Jeb Bush and all that stuff. Um, so, so I agree. I, I think he has a lot of potential to become, um, you know, a great leader. Um, he, he does love America. He loves his family. Um, you know, it, it doesn't really mean a whole lot to love your family in terms of politics. That doesn't help you lead, but that makes you a great person. And I think that right. we need a great person to lead this country. So, We've been um, lacking one for a while. I think
1: um, you know that, that Marco Rubio, he wins. So um, right. That's a good pick, great pick. So there's a 3-0 to Marco Rubio, which takes us to the southwest corner of your bracket. Bobby Jindal, governor of Louisiana, versus uh, Ted Cruz, senator from Texas. And everything is bigger with a dollar sign, so we're going to send it to Ham to introduce this one. So
0: I'm pulling Jindal with the upset on this one. Um he he doesn't have a huge voice right now. He's not, you know, even close to being in the top half of the polls. But when I watched him have his debate uh last week, he was just very, very strong about getting the weak members of the Republican Party out of the House and out of the Senate and out of the party in general. And I think that there is a certain demographic of Republican Uh, representative that is is soft and he made up uh, brought up a lot of comments that he wishes that um, the some of the people in the in the GOP right now were as passionate about things as the liberals were when they got Obamacare passed and I have a lot of respect for someone who can come out there and you know not talking well not talking down I guess um, on the Republican Party as a whole, but more as the individuals and I think there 's a lot of individuals that need to kind of cycle out and just kind of be gone out of the system and so um, I, I would know say Republicans for that matter too uh, that 's very true and i you know I would say a lot of you know there 's a lot of old government officials in both parties that need to be filtered out um, but you know just with 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 the whole trump you know trump fanatics and all that stuff he 's being very open but I think Bobby Jindal's voice isn't being as heard as it should be, because I think he really kind of mirrors those talks, but in more logical statements and logical sense. And for that reason, I'm going with Bobby for the upset. Yeah. Good
1: point. Both, both, both great candidates. Uh, Chaz, who are you going with? You
2: know, I, I, am really not a fan of either one of these guys. Um, not, not necessarily with, with, Um, their policy ideas um, they're both proven conservatives you know Ted Cruz has the the voting record in Congress and uh, Bobby Jindal has the the uh, back you know the uh, accomplishments that he's achieved in Louisiana as far as he has defunded Planned Parenthood which is a huge accomplishment Uh, if I'm going to have to choose one I'm probably going to have to go with Ted Cruz um, just for the simple fact that he is vehemently against um, Obamacare And he has led the push for um, defunding it. Um, So I think that takes a lot of courage, especially whenever the Republicans did not control the Senate. He was still pushing for uh, defunding Obamacare, which, uh, you know, we can all hope that a Republican will be in the White House in 2016. So I think we will have some luck then um, defunding Obamacare and getting it repealed. So uh, in short, I'm going with Ted Cruz, but I'm not a fan of either one of these guys. So.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, that's a, that's, it's a, it's a tight, it's a really a tight one to me too. Uh, obviously, you know, Chaz isn't a big fan of either one, but I think both are good candidates. I think both um, have had the potential to be leaders for this nation. I'm going to go with the 5-12 upset. I'm going to go Bobby Jindal. I actually, fit. I actually filled out my oh, yeah. my bracket earlier and took Ted Cruz, but I just, I want to change things up and give the people who took the long shots a a, a shot because I am kind of. Just torn between both. I think Bobby Jindal being a governor. Um, I usually tend to lean towards governors uh, because I believe they've led. They've actually led a state and know how to, v- you know, be the person in charge. Or you know, the president is the person in charge for the entire nation, um, rather than being one of a hundred members who are voting for certain legislation. So with that, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bobby Jindal just just to change things up and uh, let's let's push on a a that five twelve upset just mm-hmm. like we see every March. All right, so jingle it is. So uh,
0: we're going to take you over to the other side of the bracket now. Uh, we're going to jump into a, um, you know, we could we could talk a lot about this. Um, but uh, we're going to start out, so we got a number two seed with uh, Ben Carson, and we got a number 15 seed who's one of my personal favorites. Just kidding, I really do not like this guy at all. But Chris is a big fan of Lindsey Graham.
1: Yeah, I'm, I've... I've, well, let's, let's first start. My vote is 100% Ben Carson without even a hesitation of thinking about it.: Can Lindsey we just, like,
0: just be like, Carson, 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 and move on? No, because enough? there's too much to say You're about, about, about we
1: we'll, we'll make it quick. I think Ben Carson is, is a really good candidate. I've been a big fan of him for, for several months, even you know, going back to last summer before he really even hit the political train. I think he is such a smart guy, such a, a, a great person. Uh, kind of as Chaz was saying earlier. And America really needs that. Uh, someone who they can connect with. And I think that is something that is going to really help them do well. I think you see it in the polls. And so uh, that I'm going with Carson. Lindsey Graham, he is so focused on one issue that it's almost becoming absurd. All you hear about is, uh, is foreign policy and ISIL. ISIL, baby. ISIL not even ISIS, ISIL. And so it's 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 time for him to go. I can't believe you know I can't believe Governor Walker, my my personal favorite, is out before Lindsey Graham. But uh, I guess if you hold on to the last thing, then then anybody can win. Chaz, what do you got for us?
2: Ben Carson. That's all I'm saying about that one. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Move on. Uh, no, uh, I just want to say I know we weren't going to talk about why we wouldn't post for someone. So uh, any a fun fact about Lindsey Graham is apparently if you throw him a question his only response is going to be, well, I'm going to take care of ISIL like this. So he likes to deflect every question to how he's going to take care of ISIL. And, of course, I'm going to go with Ben Carson as well. I think he's a great guy. Had a few controversial comments lately, but, you know, who hasn't? Um, Still an easy pick. Over absolutely. Um, so on to the next.
2: Yeah, just one point on Lindsey Graham. I think it's funny when this that debate. I swear he said, I'm going to put votes on the ground probably at least 25 times in that debate.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. That was my favorite part. I kept a little tally on my notes every time. It was just like tally, tally, tally. If I was playing a drinking game, I probably would have been blacked out by like halfway through the debate.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, you know, America does not – I'm not going to get into a foreign policy discussion, but (laughs) – Saying that America is, is just not ready to go to, with another, for another war, they're just not. We, we do not need boots on the ground anywhere right now. So that's, that's all I have to say about that. Good point. Good point. So next we'll go. We'll we'll stay on the northeast
1: side of the bracket with Chris Christie versus Mike Huckabee. Chaz, hit us with it.
2: Um, you know, I kind of struggle struggle with this one. Honestly, I I don't. I, don't, I think Mike Huckabee is a little too. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's a very religious man, which I respect. You know, there's nothing that I, I don't respect more than a guy, a man that is, you know, places his faith first. But um, I, I just don't know if, if the country is ready for that right now. Uh, maybe it'll never be. But I think he's a great man. He was a great um, governor of Arkansas. But Chris Christie, um, not a huge fan of him either. But I think he he does have the proven record in New Jersey. New Jersey is you know a Democrat state by by far it is, and he he's he's had a a very good record there. So you know, in short, I'm going with Chris Christie in this one.
1: Yeah, it's a good pick.
2: Yeah,
0: um, I'm gonna mirror your comments about Huckabee, Chaz. Um, you know, I I uh, completely respect um, you know his very very religious beliefs, but. Uh, This country doesn't necessarily need that right now. And, you know, when he jumped to Kim Davis's side um, so quickly, you know, you can take that, you know, and we can talk about that's not something we want to really talk about. But, again, that's something that's not towards the best interest of this entire nation as a whole. Right. Um, And, you know, I think Christie has um, he has shown himself a little bit more since the second debate. Uh, I still think he's a goon. <laughs> um, so if I could pick a neither, I'm just gonna do that. But uh, you know, given his track record in New Jersey and the things he dealt with with 9/11 happening, and you know where he was at that point, uh, I, I'm gonna pick Christie as well.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen the news recently, but Chris Christie told a gentleman that he needs to uh, lose weight in order to be <laughs> in the National Guard. So with that, I'm going yeah. Chris Christie.
2: That's a pot calling the kettle black.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right, uh, next
0: up is we got a uh, good old Jeb Bush. and uh, it was Happy
2: Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know this guy was still in the race. Yeah, not gonna lie. I'm going to be honest,
1: I didn't know that either until right now. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to take Bush because I, quite frankly, I watched the first debate who and I. Who the hell is Gilmore? I didn't really know who Gilmore was, <laughs> uh, but he sure can't hit the hell out of a golf ball. Gilmore Happy. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Jazz, who are you taking? <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, Bush. Bush all the way. Not not George, not George H.W., but, uh, Jeb. I think
1: he, he's going to have some some tough competition next round, but he's he's got his two votes. Ham, hit us with I'm it. I'm
0: going to vote for Jeb Bush only because he smoked weed in high school <laughs> and he apologized in front of the national audience of television. To Barbara.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last but certainly not least, and the, I believe we're in the corner, quarterfinal? No, I don't know what round we're in the the first round we have Rick Santorum my favorite guy with against Carly Fiorina uh Ham being the big Rick Santorum big guy time. hit him let's hit him
0: with huge it. fan of Rick Santorum he's like a smart no he's not a good candidate for president um i respect what he did with uh you know defunding you know all of his anti abortion bills and all that stuff he did um but i i think he's kind of uh i think he's kinda of crazy uh <laughs> I mean, I, th- I say that in, in a nice way, but you know, maybe you need to be crazy to be president. Um, I just think some of the stuff he has plans for, it- it's just a little outlandish. Um, you know, Everyone has all these big talks and all this crazy stuff they want to preach. But um, when it comes down to it, I think that um, America needs Carla Fiorina because she's an outsider. I think uh, her, the leadership that she had with, you know, HP, um, you know, as much as Donald. Donald Trump doesn't like to agree with it. Uh, I think, you know, obviously HP is still around now. They're a billion-dollar global company. Um, and I think she is very, very um, logical, and she she respects the voters. Um, she gave a lot of her um, responses in the, in the previous debate to, well, I'll let the voters decide. And I think she probably has, like, the best view of that as, you know, Politics are about the voters. It's about us as Americans. We are the ones who are in charge of them being elected. And she's like the only person who ever even made that kind of comment about. I think I'm going to leave that up to the voters. So for that reason, Carly, you on to the next round. Uh, Chaz, who do you have? Uh,
2: I'm going with Carly. I, I do have a real quick, funny story about Rick Santorum, though. So <laughs> my, he, he grew up in he grew up in Western Pennsylvania, uh, which is where my dad is from. And my dad's best friend, uh, was, uh, was playing baseball in a, in a uh, East League baseball game. And he was a pitcher. Well, Rick Santorum uh, was up at bat. And my dad's best friend, they're probably like, I don't know, 11 or 12. My dad's uh, best friend threw a curveball and Rick Santorum blasted drove it out of the park. Well, like 30 years later after he won his, his Senate bid, he went to PT Park, which is where Pittsburgh Pirates play. And, he gave a shout-out to my dad's best friend huh. whenever they were inter- interviewing, interviewing him dude, on TV. That, that's <laughs> too oh funny. God. What a small world. He said, he said, Dan Cuffman, I hope you remember that home run I hit off you like 30 years ago. So a little, little fun, um, kind of cool, quirky story about Rick Santorum. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, so, that's a good one. But as far as as far as Carly goes, um, I definitely think she's the better out of these, you know, and the best out of um, these two, uh, she she's very forceful. She 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 seems like she would be extremely, um, you know, uh, just pushing the country forward as far as dealing with leaders. She she has ex- extraordinarily uh, vast knowledge of foreign policy. You know, you listen to her talk; you could, she knows all the names of all the generals and the heads of state and the prime ministers and whatnot. So I'm going with Carly, and I just think. Can you imagine her debating Hillary Clinton one on one? That would be amazing yeah, that, that would, be would really Clinton
1: to pieces. So. I think we're going to invite both those candidates to have that debate here on um, improper politics. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but <laughs> I'll supply the alcohol. I'm going to take Carly Fiorina. I don't. I mean, this isn't even a choice. I'm surprised Fiorina is a six seed. I think she should be up higher. But uh, mm-hmm. with that, just to kind of keep things moving, is, yeah. I'm going to go Carly Fiorina. Great. So let's move back to the the north. West side of the bracket. Uh, I guess we are now in the quarterfinals. We have Donald Trump versus Rand Paul. Uh, Now, this is an interesting one. I just... As I said earlier, I'm I'm a Rand Paul fan. I voted for him. But I'm going to go Donald Trump in this. Because I I do think Trump has something to offer to Americans. And I think he's hitting a nerve with a lot of Americans as being somebody different outside of politics. And quite frankly, I'm not convinced yet... That he is completely ridiculous. Now he his personality is extremely bombastic and ridiculous, but I think he does uh, propose an idea that maybe we do need somebody outside of the norm in politics. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Trump because I I still he still hasn't talked me out of it yet. What do you think, Ham? I think that for
0: this round only, I'm gonna put Trump past Paul. Um, I mean. <sighs> It's not something Chaz wants to hear. I know that. <laughs> I heard the sigh of disappointment, um, and I and logically, I like. I just don't think that. You know, I, I agree with Chris. Trump has something to offer Americans as as much of an outsider, but he's not going to win the president. Don't worry, people that listen to this and who are my friends, I'm not a Donald Trump supporter by any means. <laughs> yeah, n- Disclaimer: not. We're not Donald Trump supporters. But he offers a fresh insight, minus all the bigotry and the craziness that he says and comments. But so yeah, it looks like uh, to 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 Trump on this yeah. one. So we'll we'll go Jazz ahead and quickly, give.
2: What do you think on this one? Uh, I just think Donald Trump is. I think he is certifiably insane. I don't. I, I really do. I think that he, he could be committed to a mental hospital. That's, I, I don't think that. Can you imagine him? Like they they brought a question up on the CNN debate. They asked uh, Rand Paul if they would be comfortable with Donald Trump controlling our nukes. Can, can you imagine what he would do yeah, with our nukes? Good, uh, yeah, he'd probably drive around <laughs> with one
0: in his SUV. Yeah,
1: I don't blame him. So I, I would he'd, drive
2: probably a nu- a, he'd probably build a casino and then like have uh, a game where you place money on and you like the prize would be a nuke. It's probably would be like I I hear that
0: uh, Atlantic City is looking for a, a casino like that. <laughs> I
2: could yeah.
1: be wrong, but you know. Alright well, next. I
2: guess he moves on so Yeah, next uh
1: Rubio versus Jindal
0: Ham. Well, I uh I'm going I'm going with Rubio. Um, you know, we can't really repeat reasons. Uh he's he's very strong, he's he's got the leadership. Uh you know, Jindal has um he has his
1: stuff <laughs> uh but uh in brevity Rubio for sure. Yeah, I'm going to take Rubio also, and quite frankly, looking at at the remaining of the bracket, I'm I think Rubio is going to take this one, uh, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I think Rubio just kind of has has the thing, and so uh, let's we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens. Chaz,
2: yeah, I'm going with Rubio. He's he's my pick. So
0: Rubio wins. Uh, up next, we got on the other side of the bracket, we got Ben Carson versus uh, Chris Christie. So Chaz, we'll go ahead and let you start.
2: Um, you, you know, this is kind of a tough one because a I, I one. think that uh, Christie's experience as being the, the head of a, a state um,
1: he shut down really p- favors p- him,
2: but I got to go with Dr. Ben Carson on this one. He's just an extremely intelligent man. He's an outsider, so I'm going to go with uh, Dr. Ben Carson on this one.
1: What a great pick. I thought you were about to tell me that you were going to vote for Chris Christie. I'm taking I'm taking Ben Carson, too. Uh, He's just he's a great candidate, and quite frankly, I think he. I don't know if he has a shot to win, but I think he sure as heck can uh, make a lot of noise and be be either a great vice president or a great member on uh, whoever's whoever's cabinet uh, when when we beat Joe Biden in the uh, 2016 election. Yeah,
0: and uh, I'm also picking Carson. Um, You know, I I don't think uh, Chris Christie has uh, separated Siamese twins before. Uh, (laughs) You know, but uh, whatever. No, i I think Carson is also he's got that outsider perspective. I think he's got some logic behind his his some some American logic. I keep saying logic some logic that relates to the people he's a people person a lot of his funding comes from union groups and and groups that actually have voices that need to be
1: heard so Ben Carson it is yeah, that's a good one so lastly, in the southeast corner, we're going Jeb Bush versus Carly Fiorina. make sure we mute our cell phones during the podcast recording. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. Carly Fiorina. I think she's a great candidate. Uh, I be honest with you, I didn't know who she was a month and a half ago. But after watching that first debate, uh, she she really is something special. She's extremely intelligent. She knows her stuff. Uh, it's not that I dislike Jeb. I just think I think Carly just kind of has the swagger. Jeb just kind of seems like that that awkward stepchild or something uh, to the Bush family who's trying to to meet what his his brother and father did. Uh, I think he, he's also. I think he's also a good candidate, so I won't be disappointed if he wins. I think Americans need to let go of the Bush name um, and just, you know, don't don't hold it to him because he's not the same person as his father.
0: I uh, I think that Jeb Bush. I'm going with Jeb Bush on this one, uh, only for the fact that he's got a little bit of experience. Um, I think he earned a lot of brownie points with America in the last debate. And I think as we see more and more candidates drop out in the near future, um, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna want to kind of latch onto someone as terrible as that sounds. Like they're gonna kind of want to latch onto someone who's relevant to that person who dropped out. Um, it's just kind of a psychological thing. So I think Jeb Bush, you know, given his statistics and his background in politics, and you know, he'll never overcome that family name. So it'll be interesting to see how he can break out. From the Bush last name, like in the next debate, you know, get out of the the spotlight of his brother and his dad. Um, but uh, you know, as much as I love Carly Fiorina and I think she's feisty and she's an she's an outsider, uh, I just think Jeb Bush is going to take that one. Chaz,
2: um, you know this is a tough one, but I'm going to go with uh, Jeb on this one. Um, it! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I just I think he is the most policy knowledge. Knowledgeable candidate that there is in in the uh, in the race right now. He, 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 yeah, he comes off as awkward. He's extremely awkward, and he's yeah. not a great debater. You it's can weird. tell that's not his really his his stick. He's more. I can see him being and more of a guy that would sit in a room and figure out how to how to you know fix problems that are that are facing this country. I think that the the Bush name probably is going to hurt him if he if he does become the Republican you know nominee. But I think he is by far better than his brother. Um, I think that the country would have been better if Jeb would have been um, president instead of George, you know, in, in 2000. But um, yeah, I think that Jeb would be a, a great, a great president. He's policy knowledgeable, and I'm going with um, going with Jeb.
1: Yeah, very interesting point. So with that, we, we get to the semifinals on the east on the western side. Donald we have Ford. Donald Trump versus Margot Rubio. On the eastern side, we have Ben Carson versus Jeb Bush. Uh, let's start with the the Trump-Rubio debate. Chaz, what are you thinking? I think we already know your vote, but
2: yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going with Rubio in this one. Uh, uh, there's, I've, I've made my my points clear about him. I, you know, I read him a lot. I think he's a great candidate. Um, so yeah, I'm pushing Rubio Rubio on to the next round. That's a good vote.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, I'm also going Rubio. Uh, I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with the other two. Rubio is just is built for America. Trump, uh, he had his 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 first win over Rand Paul, and obviously would have had it over the 16th um, seed, but obviously uh, you know Scott Walker had to leave, so uh, so Trump couldn't beat up on Graham. You're so sad. Yeah, I'm devastated. So next we'll look at the Carson Bush side of things. Uh, Ham. Tough this one. is a tough. This is a tough one.
0: I battled this one out when I was filling out my own bracket, um, and I I think I'm gonna go Jeb Bush. You know, uh, and it, it's for the reasons that I said earlier. Uh, he has he has the background of politics. Um, you know, while we need an outsider, I think he has he has more of the. If you could have an outsider and insider opinion on things, I think Jeb Bush has that. Um, I I think Carson is a great potential candidate for a VP. If not, he, someone, uh, you know, sitting on someone's advising board. So, um, you know, and, and logistically speaking, if I had to vote for someone to lead America, I'm going Jeb Bush.
1: A, yeah, good pick.
2: Uh, Chaz? Oh, boy, this is a tough one. This is, uh, this is like uh, picking, um, you know, a Final Four game between Kentucky and Kansas. I'm sorry, guys, I had to do it here. But, um, <laughs> oh,
1: that should, that should be easy. What was this? So, hey, What's what's Rick's record against Cal? I'm, I think it's 1-7 and seven, if I'm not right.
2: Uh, uh Yeah, let's not get it. We'll let's keep this improper politics, not improper sports. Maybe we can do improper sports like he cats. now or
1: something. Yeah,
0: well, alright, whatever. <laughs> cats, baby.
2: Who, who are you taking? Uh, so, so, I'm going with Jeb in this one. Um, this will, I struggled with this one, but like I said, I just think Damn. Jeb is extremely knowledgeable. Nothing against Dr. Ben Carson, but I just don't think that he has the policy knowledge that that Jeb does. I, I would whoever becomes the you know the Republican nominee and what ends up beating Hillary or Joe or God forbid it's uh, Bernie Sanders, um, whoever be. Republican nominee is that wins, uh, they should seriously consider naming uh, Ben Carson as the surgeon, gen- surgeon general because that man is extremely knowledgeable. He's okay. the first first surgeon to ever you know separate conjoined Siamese twins. So. You know, going
1: with Jeb in this one. Well, Ben, since you're one of our our uh, faithful listeners, I'm going to choose you over George or over Jeb Bush. Uh, I don't know what my my two colleagues are saying, but uh, I'm choosing you. But uh, Bush is going to move on to the last round. So we have Marco Rubio versus Jeb Bush. So what's uh, Chaz? Thanks for thanks for joining us. We'll send this to you for your first vote.
2: Oh boy! So we got two guys from Florida. We have a ex governor and a That's current right. senator. Um, that, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty crazy if it ended up coming down between these two, uh, especially since Florida is a major swing state. You know, whoever wins Florida and whoever wins Ohio ends up. You know, usually wins up the whole, the whole thing. So with that, I, I think that. I really think that Rubio is extremely popular in Florida. I think Jeb is extremely popular in Florida. So I think that I got to go with Rubio. I just, I, I, you know, I have him marked my bracket as one well at all. He is the future of this country. He's the future of the Republican Party. He has a bold agenda for making America what it should be. Uh, it should be a new American century. So um, I'm going with uh, Marco Rubio and. Hope, hope to God he becomes the uh, the nominee because I think he would destroy anybody that the Democrats have to offer. So.
1: Yeah, I, I think you have a good point, and I'm gonna I'm gonna second that. I think Marco Rubio is just an outstanding candidate. Uh, obviously, I voted Fiorina over Bush a while back, so I, why vote for Bush now? So I'm going Marco Rubio. Uh, I think he's going to help make America great again. Now that Trump's out, and uh, and. And so, yeah.
0: Yep, and uh, Rubio's taking the clean sweep on this one. Uh, I put Rubio in my bracket um, for, you know, the reasons that uh, I think he's a very, very strong communicator. I think he's got the kind of younger mindset that the GOP party needs. And, uh, you know, I th- I think he has the abilities to to take the party um, a little bit further and, and push it to where it needs to be because I, I think he... Uh, I think he has the uh, the mindset of you know he's tired of the BS. He's tired of bouncing around from you know not having things figured out to figuring things out in terms of uh, you know you know Obamacare and all that fun stuff. Uh, so um, with that, Marco Rubio takes Marco the Rubio takes improper politics first moment
1: for for uh, Marco Rubio. Rubio. So anyways, that wraps up our our discussion and our bracket challenge. I, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I, I know it was a lot of fun on our end. Uh, we we really enjoy it. Uh, we're we're really excited about all the brackets we got. We're excited to give the koozies out. Uh, so yep. make sure you just you share and like our stuff. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get the the brand awareness out there because uh, we we think we really do have something special going mm-hmm. on here, and think that we can help inform. Absolutely, Americans.
0: the you know our, you you the listeners and the you know the viewers and the readers. You guys are our, you know our our uh, bread and butter. Uh, we you know we love doing this for you guys, and we hope that we're actually you know informing the uninformed. Um, great news is the elections not to 2016, so we got a long time, and we're just getting this we party got a full started. Year to fish so. you guys off. Exactly. So sure you hang around. And uh, also want to give a huge shout out to Chaz. Um, you know, best of luck in DC. We can't wait to hear and you know see more articles and hear more about your your endeavors. Um, you know, we really appreciate you taking the time to call in uh, and jump it on this podcast with us. So and also
1: put out those great posts that yep. you've been doing. So. so
2: well, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate y'all having on having me on. Uh, I, I did want to say one thing. Isn't it great that we're actually able to have a Republican bracket? I mean, if we had a Democrat bracket, what would it be like? Five
1: <laughs> we would have been done 43 minutes ago.
2: <laughs> so it, we have a lot of uh, great candidates on the Republican side. I just think it's this is by far probably the best year uh, for Republicans as far as having candidates. It's great. You know, we have uh, X successful governors current senators who are you know making headway and we have a a neurosurgeon a ex-ceo it's just a lot to offer and a borderline psychopath
0: yeah a sociopath so we have one of those dude uh,
2: (laughs) so thanks guys that was fun um i'm looking forward looking forward to uh you know Informing the uninformed, because that's what we're all about here. Yes, sir, you're definitely right
1: about
0: that. So go ahead and uh, remember to check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash improperpolitics. Follow us on Twitter at IMPpolitics. And as always, improperpolitics.com
1: always has the latest and greatest articles. Thanks for joining, and make sure you guys tune back next week, uh, and make sure you you share and like our stuff and, and win those koozies. So thanks for joining. Take care. Until next time.